All right, here we go. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 284 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. back broadcasting once again from deep, deep underneath a nondescript home in suburban Pennsylvania. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, streaming, eight-track tape, wax cylinder. I don't care. It doesn't matter. As long as you're listening, that's all I care. It doesn't matter about the delivery, uh, you know, the, the delivery mechanism. <sighs> Hope you guys are doing well. Super hot here, really hot, humid. Oh God, it's demoralizing. It'll, it'll, you know, it's, it's it just ruins everything. It's freaking hot right now. I'm sitting down here in the bunker. I'm. It's a subterranean, uh, subterranean office, and so it should be cool, right? It's like those cool, those those uh like those caves at the Yingling Brewery. Constant 52 degrees or whatever it is. I think it's 52. I think they said it's just a constant 52 degrees. How cool would that be? I guess we're not deep enough underground here, deep, because it's hot. I'm sitting here right here. I got a, I got a thin patina of sweat. I got a thin patina of sweat across my entire, you know, large. There's a lot of there. There's a lot of real estate, and 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 there's a thin patina of sweat across all of it, right? Sucks. I hate it. Sucks. And I tell you what. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go into it because I cannot. But the last two weeks at my job, and that's why I haven't, I haven't released a podcast episode. I don't have time. I'm in there working 12 hours a day. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on all the time. It's, an, it's, it's, it's a mind blower. I wish I'd when I started working at, at my current job. I wish I'd have kept a notebook or a series of notebooks. And just wrote down stuff. You know, I wish I'd have done that, you know, because it is unbelievable. I mean, it's just like, like if I told people about the stuff that goes on, they wouldn't believe it. Now, but I forget about half of it or two thirds of it. It sucks over the years. But anyway, it's been bad. It's been really stressful. I'm going to have one of those uh, bleeding, sucking ulcers before it's all over. I mean, that's what it's leading to. I mean, it's really, uh, I don't, it's tough, tough on me. Too much, way too much. So anyway, sorry I've been away, but that's that's what I've been dealing with. I would rather be here, believe me. Um, I have a few things jotted down. First of all, before I even get into that, uh, we have these new neighbors next door here. They haven't moved in yet, but they're going to be moving in soon. And the the uh, the uh, the guy, the the husband, uh, is over there all the time because they're having all kinds of work done. They had a whole bunch of trees removed. The guy said he was going to do it, you know. And he wasn't. He wasn't just pissing in the wind. Like, I mean, he would. He told Tony. I guess every time somebody goes out of the house, he comes over and talks to him. I had never. I had never seen him before. I didn't even know what he looked like, and I'd never talked to him until yesterday. I'll get to that in a minute. But um, he told Tony. He said, um, "If you guys don't have any problem with it, I think I'm going to have some of these trees removed." She said, 
have at it. You know, these trees dump all kinds of crap on our our lawn, and then none on our roof, and then our gutters. You know, there's this big, uh, this big gigantic pine tree that just like wreaks havoc. You know, and then there's a there's an oak tree. I think it's an oak tree. I don't know. I'm not. What am I? A scientist? A tree scientist? Remember on a what was that thing called uh, Silicon Valley? The guy was going to create an app. The, it was like it was like Shazam, except it was a, to identify trees. <laughs> you just like a, take a picture of a tree, and it would tell you what what kind of tree it was. I need one of those. But you know, I don't know what kind of tree it is. It's gigantic though, and it hangs over our, our our front yard, and it just dumps an enormous amount of leaves in the fall. I mean, massive amounts of leaves. He said he's going to cut that thing down, but then he changed his mind. But they did take the, the, that one big uh, one that was drops all those needles and stuff. So that thing's gone. He he had he he, he said he's going to do it, and then a couple days later, he had a team out there. It took them all week. It took them days because they had I think they had five gigantic trees removed from their property, and now he's got somebody over there putting up a fence in the backyard. And they don't do fences up in here. I don't know. There's something about, I don't know, this area that we live in, they're anti-fence. But he's going against the grain. He's putting a big old fence, a six-foot fence around the backyard because he has three dogs, and they have three kids. And one of them's in high school, one of them's in junior high, and one of them's in uh, uh, grade school, well, middle school. They don't call it junior high anymore. That's old folk talk because I'm an old folk, old folk. All right, but anyway, um, so he, so I, I everybody talked to all. Tony has talked to this guy multiple times. She said he's nice and seems normal, and both the boys have talked to him. I'd never seen him, you know. And um, yesterday I was running, I was running late. My boss was texting me, "You need to get down here. We have got some shit going on." I'm like, "Oh God, not again! Please, please!" <laughs> so. I raced to get, you know, I, I, you know, I got ready real fast. I went out there, I was getting in my car, and here he, he comes over and starts talking to me. He goes, are you the dad? I said, I guess I am. I guess I am the dad. And and he stood there and talked. I mean, he's nice, but I had to get the hell out of there. But um, he was talking, I, he goes, I hope, you know, we have dogs. I hope that doesn't bother you. And, you know, you know, we have two wiener dogs. They're kind of barky. I said, that's all right. I said, whatever. I said, I love dogs. So there's no issue with dogs. I said, I love dogs. They're better than people. <laughs> kind of laughed. And um, I said, except for that dog that used to live in the house that you just bought, that thing's a piece of shit. It's like one of those high steppers, those big uh, standard poodles. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what the? I said, yeah, that thing's a piece of garbage. I said, I, that, I said, I like dogs, but um, I had to, you know, he's an ex- there's an exception to everything. So I told him that whole story. I said, he put one of our kids in the hospital and um, all this stuff. He was like, holy crap. He goes, no, our dogs aren't like that. And I said, I don't. I said, most dogs aren't. But we had a conversation, but I had to get out of there. I had to skedaddle. You know what I'm saying? Use that word off very often, skedaddle. But I had to get out of there. Cause, um, but, you know, it seems nice. It'll be nice to have, like, uh, normal, like, neighborly neighbors, you know, our neighbors don't talk to us. People across the street do. They're cool. They have these cats, these killers that just roam around the neighborhood just lying in wait to just murder something. I mean, they're just mass murderers, serial killers. There's two of them, 
and they just they just roam around with this air of what are you going to do about it? You know, they have this attitude of what are you going to do about it? And then they're out there just killing stuff, just left and right, just 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 leaving a trail of like like carcasses and horror behind them. And one of them lives on our front porch, basically. I mean, that thing, we have these rocking chairs on our front porch. One of them just lays in that rocking port, I mean, God, rocking chair on our porch for hours at a time, every day. So you go out there and the thing's laying there and you say, hey, kitty. And the thing just looks at you and um, then you move along. It won't let you. They're wild. They're like outdoor cats and you can't pet them. You can't get near them. I mean, if you try to approach them, they'll, you know, dart off. But that, those people across the street, see, I'm already on it. This is going to be like 15 minutes before I even get into the, <laughs> the main topics. But um, those people across the street went on some long-term vacation, three weeks. And um, they supposedly had somebody that was looking out for those cats. They're outdoor cats, though, you know. And um, they, those, I don't know, I don't think they were showing up on a consistent basis, you know. They were over there. We'd see them over there every once in a while. But days would go by, and we wouldn't see them. Tony started getting concerned about the cat that lives on our porch. She went out. What, what do you think about this? <laughs> she went out and bought a salmon filet, <laughs> cooked it on the grill, I think. Or maybe it was in the in, in, indoors she cooked it. And um, she uh, put it in a—she broke it up into, into chunks and stuff, and she put it in a container, in a, in a Tupperware or whatever, and every day she would go out there and give it a little bit of salmon. The thing was like grilled salmon, like expensive, you know. And the thing was going to town, man. And then we give it, we give it water, you know. We take care of this cat. Apparently, it's our cat now. We don't need a cat, but um, it lives over here. And then the other one lives on somebody else's porch, you know. They're cool. I mean, those people across the street, they're fine. I, we have no, you know, we we have a pretty good relationship with them. And I think we're going to have a pretty good relationship with these guys. I mean, he seems good. You know, I mean, I have no issue. I mean, he seemed normal. And normal is hard to come by these days. Why is that? Why is normal out of the order? Why is normal abnormal? Why is that? I don't know. But anyway, so that's a good sign. Uh, He seemed cool. I like him. Um, Let's see. Uh, I have a few things jotted down. First of all, oh, another one before we even get into this is uh, remember Jim Workman who was on the on this podcast and we talked. We, he came on and he went to the uh, to the controversial Paul McCartney show in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Remember that? A few, just a few episodes back, that was the one where there was such a traffic gridlock that people did not even get into the show. You know. You, you remember that? He went to that show, and I was getting ready. At that point, I was getting ready to see Paul McCartney and in Syracuse. So I had him on the show, and we talked about talked about all that stuff. You remember him? Well, he sent me. He lives in West Virginia. He sent me a, you know, a package in the mail the other day. It had two baseball caps from this AAA baseball team that used to play near us when I was a kid, when we were kids. Called the Charleston Charlies, they were a, they were a, for the most part Pittsburgh Pirates. They were the Pittsburgh Pirates Triple uh, A team. Charleston Charlies. This is when I was like in grade school, middle school, or junior high, <laughs> deep into high school. I don't know. They were back in those days. They were called the Charleston Charlies, and um, that's where 
so anyway, I don't know where he got these things, but they're the, it's the old classic logo of the, the the Charlies as I remember it, and then a later version, like it was two caps. Now I'll put I'll post it at surfreportpod.com. but um, you know it's two caps: the original logo and then a, a, one that was revised later. Cool as hell, man! I love stuff like that. Thank you, man. That's 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 a great. That's an awesome gift. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, when we when the when the Charlies used to play up there, this is back in the seventies, you know, and into the eighties. They used to have old baseball players, like retired baseball players, would come up there and do uh, appearances, you know, for cash. This is back before you know, back when uh, autographs weren't you know. Autographs are now worth you know seventy five dollars a pop or something. And they, back in those days, they would just do personal appearances. So I got to meet some of the biggest names in baseball history up at that place, and I'm talking Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron. You know, big time stars. I met Pete Rose up there, Sparky Anderson, Satchel Paige. What do you think about that, Satchel Paige? Bob Feller, I mean a whole bunch of them, you know, and that that was like the coolest thing ever, you know, having that right in your backyard, you know, Charleston Charlies, and the best part about and there were some big stars that played up there in the Charleston Charlies, including Dave Parker, he played up there, Kent Tacolby, you know, but anyway, so he he sent me these caps. I'll post a picture of them. They're awesome, good, you know, good stuff. Thanks, man. I really I really, I really do appreciate that. Um, all right, so on to the stuff I've written down. Um, the other day, hang on a second. Okay, the other day, I went to Jimmy John's. They have a brand new Jimmy John's here in in in, in our little town, and um, I don't know. It's it's better. It's definitely better than the that stupid ass Subway. It's better than that, but it's it's not great. It's all right. I mean, it's fine. It's better than. It's a cut above Subway for sure. And when I first started going there, I thought, this is pretty good. This is like almost like a deli type, you know. But, you know, the more I go there, the less I like it. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have enough stuff on it. It's, it's 75% bread, maybe 85% bread, you know, just like Subway. But it, the bread's better. The, it, it's fresh, and it's not. it doesn't feel like it's like off a UPS truck, like that stupid-ass... Uh, Subway stuff, you know. But anyway, uh, one day I, I, I was I was aggravated. I know you might find that hard to believe, but um, I was trying. It was time for me. I had to go to work. I had to go to work early because all this nonsense that's going on. And one of my kids was in the kitchen just puttering around like some little old lady, you know, canning peaches or something, puttering a little dash of this, a little bit of this. Like what in the world? You're making a freaking sandwich. Why does it take? 27 minutes, you know? I'm like, oh my God. So I just said to hell with it. I got to go. So I left and I had to get gas. I was sitting at the pump, you know, after I filled, well, I didn't fill it. My, I don't fill my tank anymore because it's, it's too expensive. I just put like $25 at a time. I don't know why I do it. It makes me feel better for some reason. If I have to fill it up, it, it costs like, you know, 60 bucks or something. That makes me sad and it makes me panicked. So if I fill it up three times at $25, it makes me feel a little bit better. I'm fooling myself. So I put $25 worth of gas in my car. And before I drove off, there wasn't anybody behind me. I wasn't being a dick. 
but um, I was sitting there and I, I pull up the Jimmy John's app and I ordered a sandwich and ordered it, paid for it through the app. And then I went over there and, and tried to pick it up. They have this window where you can, you know, it's a front of, you know, it's a window on the front of the store. You just drive up and swing open the door, and your stuff's sitting there, right? You don't even have to go into the store. So I do that. There's nothing there. The whole window's empty. I'm like, what the? So I have to park my car, you know, and and go in, which is irritating because I gave them about enough time to make this stupid sandwich, you know. And then this woman goes, excuse me, excuse me, you know. I'm like, what the? You know, she goes, uh, are you the owner? I said, what? Are you the owner of this Jimmy John's? I said, no. I'm picking up a, a ham sandwich. <laughs> she goes, oh, sorry. I thought you were the owner. I'm like, what the? Why? Why? Just anybody that's walking around in the vicinity of this, the, the vicinity of this place obviously is the owner? I said, no, I'm not the owner. She goes, oh, okay, sorry. I'll go in there. Hey, where's my sandwich? <laughs> and um, they're like, sorry, you didn't give us enough time. It's like, bullshit, you know. So anyway, I ate that thing, and um, I was driving down the interstate eating eating that thing. And um, I picked up a, a, a napkin to wipe my mouth, you know, while I'm driving, navigating Interstate 81. You know, I picked up a napkin that was inside the bag, and I you know, wiped my mouth off. And a piece of lettuce, was, I guess, was attached to the napkin or something, and it fell off, and it landed on my arm, <laughs> and I thought it was a bug, <laughs> and I, like, almost crashed my car. <laughs> it was like a piece of lettuce fell off the napkin. It landed on my forearm. I thought it was a bug, and I almost whipped the wheel straight to the left into the <laughs> oncoming traffic, you know. And, um, you know, I was like, God, calm down, man. You're going you're gonna to kill a family of six. You're going to kill yourself. You know, over 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 a piece of shredded lettuce on your forearm. This is what it's come to. I'm I'm too tightly wound. It's I'm it, it's too much. It's too much for me. Some more fast food talk. All right. The other day, I have I have all right. I've entered a new realm. Okay. Out at work, I have no nothing. There's just a bunch of shabby shit fast food out there. I've told you it's on this road. It sucks. It's feel it's seedy. It's semi run down. There's some there's a there's the world's worst McDonald's out there. I mean, there's no McDonald's. I mean, I haven't been to all of them, but I've been to plenty of them and uh this one sucks. I mean, this one is the most poorly run. I don't know how they stay in business, to tell you the truth. It's out there. That place sucks. I mean, that place is terrible. You know, I don't know why I continue going there. Every time I go there, it makes me mad. You know, and then there's a there's a shit rundown KFC. That place is seedy. I think everybody in there selling drugs out of there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's it's a that place sucks. You know, I hate KFC anyway. That place is like it's like eating eating lunch out of a dumpster. They can pack that deep. The only good thing they have going for them is they have that uh, they have that exclusive uh, peach Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's the only thing. And then um, and then there's a Burger King, which is my choice. If I have to choose between those three, it's, there's a Burger King out there, but that's not good either. So I, I, I steer clear. There's a Subway out there too. That I, that place is terrible. But um, so I, I I try to steer clear of that. There's I have to drive a little bit farther 
into uh, Wilkesbury, and over there they have a Chick Fil A that's been open for like two years. But that place is pandemonium. I mean, for two years it never slowed down. When they first opened, they drew huge crowds, and you couldn't get in there. It's like impossible. So there's no way, you know. And there's a Wendy's over there, which is a uh, it's all right, you know. And then there's a there's a Cracker Barrel. And there's Popeyes, which sucks, and um, I don't know. There's a few things over there, but it's a little bit of a drive. But recently, just over the last few months, that Chick Fil A has calmed down. Right? You can actually get in there now. I mean, it's still crowded, but it's not like it was. You can actually go over there and have lunch, and get back in a reasonable amount of time. So I've been going there a lot, and it's expensive. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I remember when I lived in Atlanta, I used to bitch about how expensive it was. Because they had them all over the place in Atlanta. That's where they started. And um, and it's still expensive. It's good, though. I mean, that thing is like that chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. That is the best. Everybody's taking shots at them, trying to create the better chicken sandwich. Ha, 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 ha. I laugh in your face. Like that stupid Popeye's. That place is bullshit. That salty piece of shit. That terrible sandwich they have. Ugh. They can they can throw that in the river, and McDonald's McDonald's has a pretty good. Well, I don't even know if they still sell it. You know they have a pretty decent one, but it's you know it it's 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 not nearly as good. And then there's that uh, the KFC version. It's terrible. It's like a ball of, it's like round like a round piece of chicken. You can put like a a ball of chicken on a, you know, at that KFC, that one near us. I, I had that a couple times. I wanted to see it because there's all this hype about how it's better. I went through that. That's where that guy goes, KFC or something. KFC. It's like you're an, he's like he's answering the phone. Like you pull up to the drive-through, KFC. Like hello. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's really weird. He's like. That's how, it's like he's like he's answering the phone, but you're at the drive-thru anyway. That that thing, that KFC version terrible. You go in there to the Chick Fil A. That thing is perfect. That thing has I mean I don't want to get all haughty with you guys. It has like it it's lightly seasoned. Everything's fresh. There's a there's a, there's a level of finesse. <laughs> I don't want to get too fancy with you guys. The way it's prepared, it's like a it, it's a quality. I mean, it's head and shoulders above fast all the other fast foods. So I, I get that number one, which is just the the regular. I get the the number one. Oh, I don't know what it's called, Supreme or whatever the hell it's called. It has lettuce, tomato, cheese on it. I like that. And then I order, uh, and then it comes with the uh, the cross thatch fries, right? The waffle fries, those cross hatch, and then. Um, I get a sweet tea, and then I add a small mac and cheese, and that their macaroni and cheese is fantastic, and that's it costs like eleven bucks, like eleven fifty four or something like that. That is a lot for a freaking fast food meal, but it's good. It's really good. I mean, everything's really good, and everybody's nice there. You go down to that uh, that Popeyes down the road, and there's some surly woman with a gold tooth taking your order. You're like. Couldn't give two shits whether you what you get what you want what you get. Just places needs to be somebody needs to sweep. All the tables are dirty. You're not gonna find that in the Chick Fil A. But anyway, I went in there the other day. 
and I'm wearing an orange shirt. It's like an orange, like a button-up shirt, you know. It's like I don't know. It's it's got like a pattern on it, and it's like just like I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's an orange and white shirt, is what it is. And some guy, when I'm walking in, he goes, "Hey, man, love the yellow shirt." I'm like, "What the? This thing's orange." And why are you commenting on my shirt? Like, what the? Who comments on some guy's shirt that you're just passing? He goes, hey, man, love the, uh, love the yellow shirt. Like, okay, well, thank you. Just keep walking, weirdo. Like, what the? For, first of all, it's orange. And second of all, who comments on somebody's shirt? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what a bunch of weirdness. But anyway, um, so that happened. Um, let's see, what else I got here? Uh, oh, hang on a second. Oh, yeah. So did you see this this article? It was in the news a couple days ago about how certain foods take time off of your life. Very concerning to me because number one was uh, the one that took the most time off of your life is a hot dog. A single hot dog, this article said, can take 36 minutes. I think that's what it was. 36 minutes off your life. One hot dog. One single hot dog will remove 36 minutes from your life. What do you think about that shit? I don't know if I... Let me, let me do the ad. Let me add this shit up. Hang on a second. Let's see. Let's see, I probably had, I don't know, I'm just going to estimate. I don't know how many hot dogs I've had in my life. Let's see, a million six times 36 minutes. Hmm, I'm not sure I'm going to make it to sundown. <laughs> I don't know, this is concerning to me because I ate a lot of hot dogs. Love the hot dogs. How can you not like hot dogs? 36 minutes. That is concerning, man. I don't. I don't like that at all. The other foods, like here's some other stuff that removes time off your life. Bacon, 6 minutes, 30 seconds. Pizza, 7 minutes, 8 seconds. A double cheeseburger, 8 minutes, 8 seconds. I don't eat an enormous amount of pizza. I mean, an enormous amount of bacon. But I eat a shitload of pizza and I eat a shitload of cheeseburgers. That's not good. Here's some stuff that adds time to your life. Avocados. I never eat those. You know why? Because they taste like dirt. And bananas, I don't know. Rarely. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll fire up a bowl of cornflakes, cut up a, a banana on top of that thing. Anybody want a nanner? <laughs> All right. That's a callback from a previous episode. Anyway, I'll cut up a banana. Is it rare? So those, are, so the the three they they list three things on here that'll remove hours or minutes at least from your life. I'm a big fan of all of them. The ones that add time, no, I don't. I steer clear of those. <laughs> you know, it's very concerning. There is one thing on here. It says, what is it? I can't find it. Oh, it says salmon. See, I don't eat salmon. That cat, you know. It adds 13 minutes, 5 seconds to your life. Here's one that I like. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Can somebody explain this to me? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich will add 33 minutes and 6 seconds to your life. Peanut butter and jelly. 
That's crazy. I don't understand what the criteria is for this thing. But I don't like that hot dog thing. I mean, that's that's concerning. 36 minutes. So I guess every time I eat a hot dog, I should eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to kind of counterbalance that shit. I mean, I got a major backlog. I'm going to have to eat so many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to, uh, to counterbalance that thing. Anyway... I'll link to an article. There's a whole bunch of them. It's got it's, it's all over the news. 36 minutes off your life every time you eat a hot dog. I eat so many hot dogs. Ugh, that's not good. None of it's good. All right. Um, before we go here, I have a, a fresh new call from our old friend Ian in Scotland. Came in over the hotline, and I appreciate it as always. Here it is. Hey, Jeff. It's uh, Ian in Scotland here. Uh, just listened to your episode 281. Um, you seem especially grouchy. It must be really hot there because when you start uh, criticizing ducks or geese for their imperfect flying formations, <laughs> something's gone amiss. Something's going wrong in the K world <laughs> when you're criticizing ducks for uh, not flying. Uh, in perfect symmetry. So, Jeff, I listened to the episode also about your travel plans. Ten thousand bucks to come to Scotland? No way. <laughs> no way. Clearly, I haven't been to Scotland before. <laughs> Ten thousand bucks. Woo! That's a lot of money. It's a lot. Of, get a lot of castles for that, Jeff. Um, but you do not have to spend this amount to come to Scotland. Um, it can be done on the cheap. I was thinking about what you would like. I mean, golf, great. Whiskey, great. Nothing you like, either of those things. Not much baseball happening here, by the way. But I did think about music. But he's trying to catch a band while you're here. That'd be cool, because Scotland, uh, I believe, has some pretty good uh, audiences. Lots of bands like coming to Scotland because audience are um, enthusiastic, I suppose. So yeah, I was looking at uh, the Glasgow Barland Ballroom and what they've coming up in uh, 2023, so check that out. Anyway mate, I'm driving here and the road's getting a bit busy, so I'm gonna call it a halt and speak to you later. Okay, bye. Thanks Ian. Yep, that, I mean, it's hot, it's too hot. It's, it's so hot here. But that bugs me about those... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, they, well, they need to get it together. Don't they communicate with each other, those, those ducks, those flying ducks? Their, v, their Vs are not, you know, one side's longer than the other. It bugs me. It's just, uh, you know, when I look up and I, I shake my head and I'm like, what? You guys need to pull it together. You know, the, the, the ducks... The one, the one side of the V is way longer than the other. I don't know what's going on. It bugs me. But um, it is the hot. It is the heat. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, the trip to uh, Scotland that Tony wants to do costs $10,000 approximately, including airfare and hotels and all that crap. It's, it's through some kind of tour company. That's what she wants to do. I have never done that before, and I, I'm concerned about that. But I, you know, whatever. That's her thing. If she wants to do that, I'm not going to fight against it other than the $10,000 part. If she wants to go on some kind of tour where we stay in like historic hotels and have have uh, meals in uh, 
restaurants that are interesting and stuff, and we're with a group of people. I've never done that. That sounds terrible to me, but um, I don't know. Whatever. That's her thing. That's what she wants to do. She says she doesn't want to go until she can do it the way she wants to do it. She wants to tour and see a whole bunch of castles, and she wants to go. She wants to stay in uh, interesting hotels, and she wants to do it right, according to her. That's the way she she does right. You know, that's how she defines right. So we're not going to do it. I guess what we're going to do is we're going to go to England again. We're going to stay in uh, the same neighborhood we stayed at the last time we were there. And we're going to do day trips and um, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, that's what the plan is right now. I'm going to try to, I'm going to have to lose some weight before I go on that trip. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to do something. I need to do something. God, it's all these hot dogs. I mean, it's just like a race in days, weeks, months off my life eating these hot dogs. I'm like Joey Chestnut over here, except I'm doing it in slow motion, you know? Sheesh. Anyway, um, I guess that's what we're going to do. We want to both go to to beautiful Scotland. I mean, sometimes, Ian, you post those pictures on Instagram when you're just out and about. Beautiful. The whole country seems like it's just incredibly beautiful. A lot like West Virginia. West Virginia is very beautiful, you know. And um, anyway, um, we want to come. We want to come over there, and um, but she wants to do it her way. As far as seeing bands, no, she's not into that. I am. I'm very much into that, as you know. She's not. You know, she wouldn't go for that. If we went on vacation, she wouldn't allow me. <laughs> I don't want to put it that way, but she would she would have a problem, let's put it that way. If I went off and saw a band, she would not go, all right? I mean, the only time she she went to see that Paul McCartney show, that but I think the previous show that she went to was uh, when we took our, our young kids, who are now in their 20s, to see Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I think that was the last time she ever... She doesn't do that. I, I on the other hand, would love to. And um, speaking of music in Scotland, also golf, no, I don't care about golf. And I don't drink whiskey. You know, I don't really, I'm a beer guy. I don't really like liquor at all. I would taste, you know, if I was over in Scotland and we were on some kind of tour of some kind of distillery or something, I would drink, you know, I would I would do the taste test stuff. It's not that, it's just, it's not really my thing. But um, so golf and whiskey, it doesn't really uh, draw me. The music part. Um, I, I jotted down, after I listened to your message here, I jotted down, just off the top of my head, some Scottish artists, musicians that I like, and I've probably missed a whole bunch. <laughs> but um, I jotted these down just off the top of my head. All right, you ready? Lloyd Cole. Love Lloyd Cole. I think he's Scottish. I think he is. I didn't look any of this up. This is just from my own memory. Lloyd Cole. Love him. He's fantastic. Teenage Fan Club. Fantastic. Power Pop. I love them. Pretty sure they're they're, they're Scottish. The Water Boys. Awesome. World Party, which is came from the Water Boys. Carl Wallinger, I believe, was in the Water Boys. He left and formed his own band, and I put that in air quotes. I think it's one of those eels-type situations where it it's called World Party. But it's it's whoever he decides to play with, just like E with the Eels. I saw a World Party one time at a small little club in Atlanta, one of the best shows I've ever seen. 
they played, I think I told this story before, it seems like I just told it recently. Um, they were playing at some, uh, they were playing at the Roxy in Atlanta. And it was a rare show that I was unable to get tickets to. Because I had, a, I had all, I, I had the, I was tapped in back in those days. I was working for a giant record company and I knew all these label guys. I could go see anybody I wanted to, basically. But this is a rare one I was unable to get into. The thing sold out. I probably didn't have any money either, because I was poor all the time. But um, I didn't go. I was I was like bummed out. I love World Party, and um, I was un- unable to go. So I was driving around that night. I was driving somewhere, listening to 99X, which is the alternative station there. And they said the World Party show at the Roxy just got underway. I think it was the Roxy. It might have been Center Stage. It doesn't matter. Um, the world The World Party show is. Uh, underway and we are now allowed to announce that they will be playing a second show tonight at the point which is this little this little corner bar basically it's not a bar but it is I mean it's a it is a music venue but it's tiny you know and it was near our apartment I said what the so you can get over there now and they'll be playing a full set at the point, it cost four dollars to get in. I went over there. I went straight over there, and, I, and it cost me four bucks to get in. And they played a full, like the full show, in 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 this tiny little venue, and it was fan flappantastic. Carl Wallinger, World Party. I'm pretty sure they're Scottish. <laughs> Uh, Delamitri, familiar with them, and Jesus and Mary Chain. These are these are. I think they're all Scottish. These are the ones that pop immediately to mind. There's probably dozens of others that I'm forgetting right now. But anyway, I would go see. I would love that. Tony, on the other hand, nah, <laughs> no. But um, anyway. I appreciate your input there, uh, Ian. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Tony's going to go for it. She's already told me she won't. I said, we could just fly into a city, into Scotland, like we're going to do in London, and just use that as a home base and do day day trips. She goes, no, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way. And I said, well, $10,000. $10,000. Hey, what the? I said, no, nah, I don't think so. So anyway... I, I, I'm I'm with you guys, you know. I'm with you guys, but she's not she's not down with it, so I don't think it's going to happen that way. But I appreciate. It. I'd like to come over there and uh, and maybe uh, have a couple a uh, couple of uh, adult beverages with you, Ian. That would be awesome. I'd love to do that someday. Maybe we can work that out some at some point. So anyway, thanks for calling again. I appreciate it. And if you want to call in, like Ian. It's easy to do. The number, 570-290-8151. Again, 570-290-8151. The number's in the show notes if you miss it. If you missed that, if you weren't able to write that down, you didn't jot that down, put it in your phone, man. If something pops into your head, give me a call. Also, speaking of show notes, surfreportpod.com is the place. Expanded show notes, photographs, links. I'll, I'll post a picture of those cool baseball caps. The gym on oh, my stomach. I'm sorry. I'm a disgusting I'm sow. I'm a s- disgusting sow. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't eat. I don't ever eat breakfast. It's not good. My my whole the way I operate my life. It's not good. I eat hot dogs all the time. I don't eat breakfast. Breakfast is the the number one. You know that's you know that's the key to health. Apparently, I don't eat it ever. <laughs> so anyway. 
Um, uh, Jim Jim Workman sent me those caps. I'll post a picture of those at the surfreportpod.com. Check that out. I need to update that $5 scratch-off project. It's way behind. I can't do anything. I'm unable to do anything. I can't do, I can't live my life. I can barely live my life the way things are going right now. That thing's behind. But it's not good. Things are not good. You know, I'm going to go over there today and buy two $5 scratch-offs. Hopefully, I'll win $250,000. If we do... We'll be going to Scotland really soon. We'll be seeing you, and if I if I hit that thing, but um, you know, I won't win jack shit. It'll just be sorry, you're a loser. You know, like I don't need that. You don't you don't need to tell me that. But anyway, um, I, I'll update that. I'll try to update that today. So um, that's at uh, the wvsr.com slash scratch off five. The five dollar scratch off project. As soon as this thing's over, I'm not doing any more. No more scratch offs. Bullshit. I would not recommend. And uh, I don't know the no new Jeffs column. Oh yeah, that's a new. There's a new one up there. It's about. It's called surviving the two week notice syndrome. And you can read all about it. You can read what the two week notice syndrome is. And um, that's at nonewjeffs.substack.com or you can just go to nonewjeffs.com. It'll it'll redirect. So check that out if you're so inclined. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I appreciate it. I won't be gone. I'll, I'll try not to be gone so long. Eh, you know, uh, and I, I apologize for that. But until next time, which will be a Patreon episode. Oh, that's another thing. Patreon, if you want two of these a week instead of a measly one, head on over to patreon.com slash jeffk. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. It helps me out a great deal, and you get an extra episode every week. So check that out. Surf Report. No. What is it? Oh, patreon.com slash Jeff K. All right. We're at the end of this thing. The next one will be over on Patreon, and until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Eight-track tape, wax cylinder, I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs>